Hello, church family. Uh, this is uh, the, I guess we would say the part five of the fruit of the spirit. Uh, we did an intro for the first one, then we did love, joy, and peace. And today we're going to do patience. Um, patience is the fruit of the spirit that is, like collection, not just patience, but all of the fruit of the spirits are each attributes that makes uh, Jesus Christ attractive in our life. Uh, as we live out the Christian faith, um, especially with these uh, characteristics, uh, we draw people to the Lord because the world does not operate in these ways. Um, uh, when we, especially when it comes to patience, this is something that I think in our time we lack in a, t- in a day and age where instant gratification is, uh, you know, we just get anything, everything we want because of the technology that we have. Um, it's hard to be patient. Uh, Margaret Thatcher once said, I am extraordinary patient, provided I get my own way in the end. Um, and I think that's how we all operate. Uh, we think that we're patient when we get what we want, but patience is never tested uh, until we start getting things that we don't want. Uh, that's when it's, when our patience is stretched. That's when our patience is truly tested. And, and a lot of times it will reveal to us that we actually are not that patient. Uh, I Googled and looked up uh basically how the endurance and patience of individuals. And there's a different polling and um, statistics where uh, they said that nine, uh, an average customer, when they're waiting in line for um, uh, customer service, uh, it takes about, their, their patience is only about nine to 11 minutes, nine to 11 minutes. Uh, when it comes to the website, when we're trying to load our website, 16 seconds, um, when we think about the stoplight, 25 seconds. Um, and, uh, and when it comes to like luggage for those who travel, uh, 13 minutes. So it shows that like these, uh, the things in our life, uh, reveal to us how impatient we really are. Um, patience is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our life. Um, and, uh, patience is actually reflective of who our God is, uh, throughout the Bible. Uh, if, you, if you read through the Bible every year, which is what I encourage all of you at some point to do as a Christian, that you read through the entire Bible, you can't help but notice, especially in the Old Testament, how patient our Lord is. Um, if you think of the word uh, in the Old Testament, the word that shows up really frequently when describing the Lord, it's the word, it's the word slow to anger. In Exodus 34, verse 16, it said, Then the Lord passed by in front of them and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness and truth. Uh, Numbers 14, 18, this is the book where uh, people are all, the Israelites were complaining to the Lord about every little thing. But this is what we see the Lord as. The Lord is slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, forgiving iniquity and transgression. He will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquities of the fathers of children to the third and fourth generation. Um, Nehemiah uh, 9.17 uh, um, They refused to listen and did not remember the wondrous deeds which he had performed among them. So they became stubborn and appointed a leader to return to their slavery in Egypt. But you are a God of forgiveness, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in loving kindness. And you did not forsake him. In the context of Nehemiah, he's, um, Nehemiah is telling them a story, basically their history. And the fact that the Jews were not exterminated because of their unfaithfulness shows us that the Lord is indeed slow to anger and he's abounding in his covenant love for his people. Throughout the Psalms, there's the, the, the phrase in describing, uh, 
uh, the Lord, as slow to anger, shows up multiple times, and there's just a few of them. Psalm 81, uh, oh, sorry, Psalm 86, verse 15. But you, O Lord, are a, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth. Psalm 103, verse 8, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness. Psalm 145, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and great in loving kindness. Um, this is, uh, and that, you know, these are just uh, some of the, 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 thing, the psalms, the poetry that describes it. But we even see in the, in the minor prophets, um, Joel chapter 2, verse 13, and you rend your heart and not your garments. Now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness, and relenting of evil. Uh, last year I preached on Jonah and, and Nahum, and, and, and remember at the end of Jonah when he, uh, um, when the Ninevites uh, repented, uh, Jonah was upset at the Lord because he knew that God was a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness. This is Jonah chapter 4 verse 2. Um, and then in the, in the next book, Nahum, uh, in describing who the Lord is, the Lord is slow to anger and great in power, and he will by no means leave the guilty unpunished. Um, so when you read about all of these attributes, why is God so patient? Like when you think about, have you ever wondered why is God so patient to us, with us, uh, despite all of our wickedness and sin? Why would God be so patient? Um, aside from that, just being who He is as you know, one of His uh, attributes, um, He's a patient God. Because in Second Peter three nine tells us this. Or we'll start from uh, three eight. But do not let this one fact escape your notice, beloved. That with the Lord one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like one day. The Lord is not slow about His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but all to come to repentance. So at the heart of the matter, why is God so patient with us? It's because He wants you to be saved. Is that He doesn't want you to die? For the non-believer, this should uh, this should uh, humble you. We should make you realize, and even for us believers, we should realize that the, we were saved, and every single time that um, up to the point we, where we where we gave our life to the Lord, the Lord was patient towards us. Um, in Romans chapter two, Romans two four reads. This, or do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience, not knowing that the kindness of the Lord leads you to repentance? It's the understanding of how great God is patient towards us that will make us turn from our sin. I mean, uh, again, if you were to put yourself in God's position, how long will, can we last when we think about um, sin that's committed against us? If you look at the world now, just think about how everyone wants justice at this point. Like, they want justice immediately. They want all of these different things immediate. They lack patience. Uh, and, but uh, as, as bad as things are going on, in man's perspective, all of the sins in the world is ultimately offensive against the Lord. Yet God has not struck every single one of us down because of our sin. And why does he do that? Because he is a patient God. Um, Ephesians Four tells us that we need to walk in a manner worthy of the of the calling with which uh, you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another, being diligent to preserve the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. 
um, part of uh, uh, for us as Christians in the church is that we are patient towards one another. Um, and you you think of all the places where Christians should be should demonstrate the most patience, it has to be in the context of the church. Um, because we all, in theory, should know how much God has saved us. So whenever there's conflict in the church, it's often because people are more focused on uh, themselves than they are about what the Lord has done for them. Colossians 3, chapter 12. So as those who have been chosen by God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other who has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so you should, so should you. Christians, we are called to be patient to one another. It starts with our understanding of who God is, and that should cause us to be patient towards each other. First uh, Thessalonians 5.14, this is uh, this is uh, one of the verses that, I, uh, that a lot of people use in biblical counseling. Um, we urge you, brethren, admonish the unruly, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with everyone. So as we even confront sin, as we live our lives with one another, uh, we have to confront sin. We have to encourage those that are faint-hearted. We have to help those that are weak. But no matter what, no matter what category people are in in the church, we must always be patient with them. Second um, Timothy two. Verse uh, 224, uh, one of the qualifications of elders is that the bondservants of the Lord uh, must not be quarrelsome, be kind to all, able to teach patience when wrong. And there's something about being a leader in the church that you need to be someone that has self-control, um, that you know that even that the people that you're leading are not necessarily as mature as you or know the Bible as much as you. But you, who are a teacher, should be patient because you understand what God has done for you. And even if people are not treating you the way that you should, understand that's how we were to the Lord. God is so patient to us, so therefore we need to be patient to other people. We must realize that this is uh, how the Lord treated us. So we, as Christians, that we call ourselves redeemed, and have a new birth, and we should reflect our Heavenly Father. We should reflect that this aspect of God. Um, there are these terms called the communicable attributes and incommunicable. Communicable attributes means that uh, things that the Lord has that, ref- that that humans can have as well. Incommunicable things are things that uh, man that God has that man can never have. So communicable attributes are things like patience. You know, he is patient, therefore we could be patient. Incommunicable things are things like omniscience, omnipresence omnipotence, those things we can never have. But with all things that we're able to have, we need to reflect uh, our Father because we are his children. If we truly are his, then the natural result of our salvation is that we're patient with other people. So whether you're a student, whether you're working, whether you're at church, uh, whether to strangers or even to enemies, you are called by the Lord to be patient because God is patient with you. Uh, this is really a practice of the principles that we know to be true. Um, so now that we've seen all this, how can we be more patient? How can we develop the, this fruit of spirit? I'm not saying that, like as I said, like it is a natural fruit, but you also need to work out your salvation. So how can you grow in your in your patience? Well, first, as I said, you need to know God. That God placed you in the situation, in the circumstances that you are in, 
uh, and he will also give you the grace to be able to endure it. Uh, one of the things I, I tell Kelly, uh, that's like the, the struggle for me, uh, is that it's hard for me to be patient when I'm going through the, the TSA in the airports. Uh, the lines are, are it's always random uh, and uh, it's just never consistent and sometimes it seems to take forever. Um, but yet I am reminded that this is this is such a this isn't that big of a deal. You know, uh, and, uh, we just need to just exercise um, just prayer and, and reminder of who the Lord is. We just need patience. Um, and yet the Lord, I have to remember that the Lord has placed these individuals in front of me in line, uh, and I, and He's also given me the grace to be able to go through the, the line without sinning against Him. Um, and you have to understand that, uh, the more you know about the Lord, the more you understand who He is, the, the enormity of who He is, and the kindness and the patience He has towards us, uh, then, uh, you get, you get that He is a patient God. Now, um, Patience is something that uh, uh, is something that is going to be is going to take time. Uh, it's going to take time for us to grow, uh, which actually is the second one. How how can we go first? We know God more. And second, trials. Um, James chapter one. Verse. This is a familiar text for all. James chapter one, verse one to four. James, a bond servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes who are dispersed abroad. Greet abroad. Greetings. Consider all joy, my brethren, when you can encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect results so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Um, it takes time, and, and it, sometimes these trials will hurt, um, but you have to understand, even some of these trials that the Lord placed you in, you might fail some of these trials, but do you realize that when you fail this, these little tests, these trials, um, that the Lord is still patient towards you. He's trying to refine you, to conform you to more like his son. And even when you fail, he's still patient with you. Um, God will, 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 will make you more like him. Um, and if you were uh, more like God, uh, it goes back to really point the point one, which is to know God. Because when you understand, uh, if you endure the trials and you become more patient, you start to see how patient our our God is, and it makes you know Him more. You know, when part of being a parent is that I realize how impatient I can be. Uh, I am always telling my daughter to, to do to do to do the same things over and over and over again, and I have at times think that I've reached my threshold, and I'm reminded how many times have I read through the Bible, and how many times have I've read uh, familiar passages, how many, how many verses do I know in my mind, and yet how many times have I failed to apply those into my life? The Lord constantly reminds us and tells us through the preaching of his word, uh, through recalling the, the Holy Spirit, the things that we've remembered and studied, and yet he's still so patient with us. Um, the Lord will cause us to, uh, to, to identify with him more when we endure hardship, because we see how he is towards us so if you do the first one really well like knowing god well you will be able to survive the next one which is the trials but when you go through the trials you also begin to go back to the first one and when you know god more so if you don't have patience patience in your life it's likely that you either fail to know who god is or you have failed the trials over and over again 
And again, they they work. They have this kind of symbiotic relationship that the more you know God, the more you endure. The more you have patience, the less you have that, the less you'll know God. But they work with each other too. The more you are patient during trials, and the more you understand how God is patient towards you. And this is what we're all called to do. The the more we go through different trials, the more we know our God, we'll begin to see the enormity of who God is, and as well as the enormity of our own sin. And it will cause you to see how good our God is. And it will make you treat others the same way. Suddenly things like uh, first people that are constantly disappointing you in ministry, you'll just be so much more patient with them. In your marriage, uh, when your spouse just constantly make the same mistakes after you tell them over and over again not to do this one thing, you'll become patient with them because you know how much the Lord is patient with you. You'll be patient with your children because you understand that you are God's children and you are far more wicked than your own kids because you've been on earth lo- a lot longer. You'll be patient with your with your classmates. You'll be patient with your brothers and sisters in the church, no matter all of their no matter how much shortcomings they have, because you know that God is patient towards you. That's what we're called to be. Out of a love for the Lord, we we grow in our knowledge of Him and we become more like Him by being patient with one another. So we looked at love, joy, peace, patience, and we will look at kindness next. Thanks for listening.